Hello, this is Terry. And this is Coco. And this is Adventures in Organized Chaos. Where we talk about... Local politics. National politics. Some culture. Lots of culture. Some movies. Definitely some movies? Maybe some books. Mmm. We talk about organizing. Absolutely. Let's talk about that movement work. Let's get into it. All right. (laughs) What's up, Coco? What's up, Terry? It's been a long time. It's been too long. I know. This this seemed like a really long week. It was... And it's only Wednesday. I know. Well, we record this on I Wednesday. I mean, a week since we've seen each other, but it feels like it's been a really long time. Yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot popping. A lot has happened in seven days. Yeah, but see, <laughs> see, here's the thing, though. Even though there's a lot going on, we still have no agenda items. <laughs> we don't need them. We can just <laughs> recap. Just, like, go over the last week, like, right? <sighs> <sighs> That's really what we should just do, like, 30 minutes of breathing exercises. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. This could our meditation from life this is just a meditation <laughs> episode right yeah, here join us folks that's while we it. breathe actually i think that's a good in topic through the nose oh, that's a good topic and out through the mouth let's make that a topic okay self-care self-care and how do we make space self-care making space i do like movement work okay i i just pulled that out of our pre-conversations movement work it's also in in our intro what about <laughs> what about movement work just like how much there is to do okay. <laughs> to get people moving. Right. Okay. 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 We can talk about movement work. I would like that. Okay. Um, I haven't read any of these new books yet, so I can't talk about them. I, you know what? Those those books are a little bit extra. <laughs> but honestly, those are the books that sit on my desk. Like everybody sits and talks about the art of wars on their desk yeah. or like, you know, maybe. Who those are all finance is? guys. Right. Well, those <laughs> Those are all people that like. They're not happy. They want to rule the world, right? And I don't want to rule the world. Yeah, exactly. I am so. I just okay want to live in it with you. That's it. Like, Can we share? Out. Can we share this world? <laughs> I got some stuff. You want right. some? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's. You fun. know, it was so sweet. So this morning I was um, at Enlace and um, and Jenny Rivera's granddaughter was with her because she must be out of school. She said she was out of school since the twentieth, and she's a sweetheart, and. Um, She's like, can you know? Can you tutor her a bit in social studies? And I'm like, sure, you know, because I've learned I've learned to retain historic information through costume mm-hmm. and art. And I was like, oh yeah, sure. If she's having a problem with social studies, like we can look at the world map and start breaking it down. I love that. Yeah, That's yeah. my favorite. Nice. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was so sweet because um, because she was just like so intrigued by all the different like countries and things going on. But she, I noticed she kept saying like. Why are all these places always fighting? Mm. You know, and she was like, you know, we were looking at the world, the Atlas, and you see Russia, and she's like, where's Ukraine? You know, and we're pointing out Ukraine, and she's like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, it's really close to the rest of, you know, it's part of Europe, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Eastern Europe, but like, she's like, why are they fighting? I was like, because they just are fighting about old wars that have nothing to do with the people who live there now. Just like these ideologies that are getting you know, passed on and on and on into oblivion, you know? Mm. And, but I like that her mindset was, why are we all fighting so much? Just share. Right, right. <laughs> and I love that, you it's know, I love the, to hear that. Out of the mouths of babes, right? Yeah, like, she's yeah. going into fifth grade. She's like, why can't we just share? There's plenty of stuff. Right. You know? <laughs> like, but no, we can't because no, we can't what's, share. what's mine is mine. Right. That's why. Yeah. yeah. And I, I uh, read The Art of War 22 times and it sits on my desk and I want your shit. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Good, good job, guys. I, I read The Art of War, and I would have to say that I got more out of Confucian, Confucian tradition than I did The Art of War. And if you've never read anything like the anything from Confucian, Confucia? What? <laughs> Confucian? Oh, man. That one, I messed that one all up. But anyway. I think we should... We should we're going to need a YouTube channel soon for yeah. some of these faces. Yeah, because that was a face right there. <laughs> Some of the faces Those we make. Face. But anyway, <laughs> I think that there's a lot more, a lot more, a lot better text to read. Agreed. If you want to lead people. So anyways, we're going to talk about self-care. We're going to talk about movement work. We don't have an intern. It's the holiday weekend. I can probably pull up a weird weather thing, but it won't be as exciting as when they do it. Yeah, we could we could find 
I actually, hurricane season has started in down south, so we could talk a little bit about what's going on down there. I mean, as a rule, we should be conscious and talk about the weather and how cruddy it is. You know what? It's all of our own faults. I was listening to this previous episode and i was like you know coco quickly turns into a climate activist when we start the weather <laughs> like he just automatically yes yeah i was like wow oh by the way she's about ready to chain herself to a tree <laughs> she's about to protect some water rights like, don't let the facade fool you <laughs> i i care <laughs> just because i'm in city government doesn't mean i don't care i just wanted to talk about the weather <laughs> like I didn't, that's all i wanted to do had no other so many jabs yeah right (laughs) (laughs) i won't be disrespected all day here i'm not gonna be disrespected (laughs) (laughs) oh man this is a this is a classic this is gonna be a classic adventures in organized (laughs) we shall see (laughs) all right we'll be right back folks (laughs) you know what terry what's up before we get into all the serious topics Mm -hmm. that we have Mm -hmm. on our agenda i just want to say Holyoke is lit. Holyoke is lit. <laughs> I tell, had a great weekend in Holyoke. Tell me why Holyoke is lit. I had so much fun this weekend. Um, what'd, you, what'd you do? It started off, well, it started off Thursday at the print shop. Okay. All right. I was printing stuff. And uh, shout out to the print shop for having memberships so you can go down and print posters and such. Love Super the print fun shop. vibe. Dope spot. And then Friday night was, um, oh God, this weekend was crazy. Friday night? Well, let's skip to Saturday because I don't actually remember Friday night. <laughs> Holyoke's lit, folks. <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> I think I might have just ate a lot Friday night with some friends in Northampton. So I missed Holyoke that night. But Saturday night, they had the um, Laugh for Funds. Okay. It was an Enlace fundraiser, Enlace de Familias. And um, they had a comedy show, and it was hilarious. Dope, dope. It was so fun. <laughs> Such a great crowd. Like it was. It was just... There were four comedians, and it was just so special. Everybody was just laughing so hard. They were, like, super-duper funny, you know? <laughs> and, um, like, I can't remember all the comedians' names, but I remember one was uh, Tim Lovett, and he's, like, he's local. I've seen him around at a couple events, but I've never seen his comedy. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was really... I'm like, we should be doing Laugh for Funds all the time Always. in Holyoke. Like, that could be, like, a monthly thing we do for different organizations. I think it'd be so fun. And then across the street at Columbiana, they had... um. Uh, Mayor Garcia and Aaron Brunel, the real estate agent, they were the celebrity bartenders. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so we laughed our faces off, and then we walked across the street and drank more. Okay. <laughs> what was... Did they have signature drinks? Uh, no. No. I don't okay. think either of them is really a bartender. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't get the impression that they're at home, like, so like you know, mixing up, shaking up cocktails by any means. They need to get their step their game up, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Signature cocktails probably would have been the vibe. Um, I had, you know, beer and tequila, always easy go to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, you don't know how to make that. I'll have a, a shot of tequila. Thanks. Casamigos, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was really great. And then, you know. The who's who of Holyoke, you know, from the restaurants and the city. It's like everybody's hanging out and we like slowly walk as a pack, mm-hmm. you know, because you have a fundraiser and you have all the city people supporting it and all the business owners supporting it. So a pack of us walk down to Hibaritos oh, and uh, there's a salsa band. Oh, so now everybody's in there dancing and it was just it was just so fun. And then I went outside and I had a bacalaito off the food truck and I was in heaven. <laughs> So yeah, Holyoke is lit. It was so fun. Oh. And then Sunday. Oh man. <laughs> ah, take a breather. I don't know how you do this. I don't either. <laughs> I have no idea how I do it. And then Sunday, Elizabeth Warren gave a um, town hall at HCC. That's great. What, and, was, what was some of the highlights from that? Because I was supposed to go. Well, she she talked a lot about um, housing, you know, insecurity and ways to like get funding and things coming down the line. She talked about mental health quite a bit. Mm. Um, she talked about, you know, income equity, you know, the normal progressive Elizabeth Warren topics. Um, but she's just, she's a really great speaker and Mm -hmm. it's really, she's really warm and down to earth and Mm -hmm. it's really a, a lot of fun to even support her when she's around. So I got my, my dorky Elizabeth Warren picture. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and they were painting one of the murals at, um, HCC. So as we, uh, you know, I, as we were walking in above you, there was like a little, there was like one of those little um, bucket 
trucks and there was a woman up there spray painting the nice. mural so that was kind of you'd hear the pss, 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 <laughs> you know in the background and elizabeth warren speaking it was like pss, pss, you know so that was super cool and then it was monday yeah and then it was monday <laughs> and i had a budget hearing more money yeah <laughs> but yeah it was quite the weekend oh my god yeah shout out to holy i mean that's why in the descriptions I think now we should just put, make sure we put in summers in Holyoke or whatever and just kind of make sure that we list out yeah. events. And I, oh, because I went to Noche de San Juan. Oh, I forgot about that. That And, you know, that was not going to get I, rained out. Like, no. It was just not. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't. There's a water park and it was muggy and there, it was full of kids. Nice. You know? I got there late, you know, and they were starting to shut down, but it was still a lot of people there. Um, so that was Saturday during the day. I did miss the mural tour and clean up Saturday morning because mm-hmm. it was pouring and I just was like... I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that one. But people did show up, and things still got cleaned up, and the tour still happened. So shout out to Holyoke's hanging tough. (laughs) Rain, sleet, or snow. We out there. Out there. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm glad you had a good time, good weekend. Mm -hmm. Plus, there was a couple extra days in there, felt like, you know what I mean? It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Man, got to love Holyoke in the summer. (laughs) For real. Like, you know, it's the windows down, and... Celebrity bartending, apparently. <laughs> Would you like a, a a beer popped by Mayor Garcia? Here you go. Sure, sure. <laughs> it was fun. It was a That's lot of great. fun. Well, you know, and if if all else fails, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, and you know what? I also noticed, and this is kind of you know continuing with like the good the good news for you know instead of all the bad news all the time. I was down at Lasse this morning. And they were cutting the trees. Um, they were like trimming the trees mm-hmm. on Main Street, which have been totally overgrown for so long. So nice. And so for all of those, you know, who who don't notice the changes in Holyoke and don't notice how much hard work is being done to really start beautifying and, you know, uh, responding to constituents and responding to residents who want something or need something. Things are happening. Yeah. Just drive around. You'll notice the changes if you pay attention. Yeah. You know? And, and it, it's slow. And I did. It is slow. Speaking of the trees, I noticed they were cutting trees over there by the uh, library as well. So, okay. Like, yeah, they're, they're just, trimming like, stuff. Trimming everywhere. Like, it's happening. Yeah. And I also think, you know, it's smart because we're not getting to the weather yet. But, you know, storm season's coming up. Right. So. And we usually have a lot of problems in the winter. So, if we can get ahead of that. Right. I mean, shout out to Carl Rossi over at DPW. The new director is like, he's he's uh, hit the ground running and he's got a lot of work to do. So Dope. I uh, commend him. That's it. I'm going to try to get a ride along with DPW Yeah, sometime. that's actually a great idea. <laughs> I think that's a good one. I'm going to try that. All right, cool. We're going to reach out to DPW and we'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. So, Terry. Yes, Coco. Um. Do you know where people can submit their events since it's the 150th year of Holyoke's existence and everybody wants to go to every event? Oh, my gosh. Where can they submit their events? Okay. Well, exploreholyoke.com is a new site about all things Holyoke, and they would love it if you're having an event that you send them the info so they can add it to their calendar and post your event and your space and all that goody stuff. That's great. Can you do that? In the microphone. Uh. <laughs> wow. We back. Hey. What's up, Coco? I'm still here. Are we talking about self-care? Yes. All right. Self-care. Self-care. After a long weekend of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. It's that's, a good reminder that you need self-care. That you need to take care of yourself. You need to, you need to pause for a second here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. 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 What's a what's a good way for Coco to to chill? Like the is your is your boat free yet? And you're out there on the water yet? <laughs> I finally would like to be, but the weather doesn't seem to agree. Mm-hmm. Some days are good, some days are bad. So, and when I want to go, it rains, and when I can't go, it's beautiful out. And if I can go, Mother Nature likes to tell us that you can't go, and then and then my brain is broken, and I can't just take action. I I'm paralyzed. So so, so no boat. No, not, it's not, not working yet. out. Yeah. It's just not working. I'm going. It's a rough season. I'm going whitewater rafting. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. In Deerfield. Uh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's gonna be a good time. Oh, that is gonna be. <laughs> and the water's nice and cool up there. Mm. That's gonna be super fun. Looking forward to it. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. What are, you, are you doing that as a group or with some friends? Yeah, there's a... Hold on. Let me let me make sure I pull up all the info. Well, I don't have, ever have service in here, but it's with a group called Zor, and they're 
it's uh um it's called diversify whitewater and just bringing people of color together to like first diversify time diversify whitewater that's there awesome <laughs> so yeah and just bringing folks of color together to be out there on the water and learn the basics of whitewater rafting so that's really cool yeah I'm excited for it because I've never done it before. I've never done it either. I've done the tubing in, on the Deerfield River, but um, never like the actual like work together and go over like rocks kind of situation. No, never, never, never. It's a little scary that. to me, actually. Yeah, yeah it's a little, <laughs> little scary, but you know, I love the water. So yeah. like that's that's when we talk self-care, like for me, find a place by the water. Yeah. Whether I can just put my feet in or canoeing, kayaking. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's got a... It's got soothing uh, qualities. That's it. I, I have to say, I do like to ride up to like DAR and jump in. Um, that's really nice. And when weather permits, I love to just be, you know, on the river somewhere and jump off. And, yeah. You know, just just hanging with like no phone calls, no people around you. Well, you might be able to see people, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like you can kind of do your own thing and just just chill yeah that was <laughs> i mean like it was it was really crazy moving to western mass at the time of the pandemic getting started like as the pandemic was kind of getting its roots i've been here it was here probably like a year and a half before it started mm. i mean so it still took me some time to like get to know where i was but the pandemic silver lining gave us a nice pause and you're sitting in the house and you're like, well, what am I doing with my time? Right. I don't really like we can't hang out. You know what I mean? Can't but go you to... can hang out. Right. But you can go outside. <laughs> so that was like the biggest thing for us was just yeah. going out there hiking like and being in the woods was really great to have that that space yeah. and finding all of these little cuts. Oh, yeah. I mean, that to your point, like during the pandemic and leading up to it, you know, the first week was like, get your life in order. The second week was like ah, this is really happening. Now <laughs> yeah. It's doomsday. We're never going to be open again. And then the third week, you were like, hey, I think I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like forever. Yeah, you're like, word <laughs> up, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it was kind of like that for a while. And then came into the summer and it was still like that. And that's the summer where I got like addicted to the Connecticut River because that's what I was doing. I was going to the beach there and hanging out with other people who had like pontoon or something. And I was like, this is great, you know? And when you have a lot of time to do it, it's even more great right. because you're just like, oh, I'll just go, you know, I'll just go hang out at the beach and swim and stuff or, you know, take a picnic, you know? Right. Um, so that's how I even got into that. It was like the, the pandemic is what got me on the river at all. Right. And then that winter, too, it's what got me, like, off-roading with the Jeep. Just being out there in the woods. <laughs> you know, just silly stuff you could do, like, mud, you know, going through fields, like, mudding. Like, I was doing, like, the most ridiculous things, <laughs> but it was so fun. Right. And now, you know, it's, like, back to, the, like, the hum, the humdrum grind, and it's, like, you have to remind yourself to take some time. Yeah. To do those silly, fun things that really, that, like, you know, warm your heart. Right. And, you know, understanding that not I also want to mention that now these things don't always take money, don't always take a vehicle mm. to do, don't take, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you can find those things that are like this beautiful thing about living in Holyoke. Mm. You got Ashley, you got Mount Tom. There's a lot of places to like go hang out and be outside. But yeah. Ashley is actually one of my favorite places to be. <laughs> seriously. Like I love walking around Ashley um, whenever I need it. So yeah, it's always good to take a break there. But yeah, and there's a lot of wildlife, which is really fun to watch. There's always, <laughs> <laughs> there's always some wildlife running around. It's fun. Those geese, though, man. I'm still. They're a like, little. They're a little aggressive. I feel like I, I need an ordinance against them. I so think there's <laughs> yeah, there's more geese on the Holyoke streets. I, I have to say sometimes, like I was driving down Ray Street and I had to just stop at like it was like before Appleton mm -hmm. and I was just sitting there for a while it was like a whole family maybe a couple of families because it was like little goslings and there was a couple adults and then there was like some half-grown ones and they were just like Doo -doo -doo, you they know they're chilling they're just walking across the street and then they started walking back I'm like could you could y'all at least decide where y'all going no nah, no nah, <laughs> they're trying to make up their minds and decide and figure <laughs> and out and all the traffic was just like yeah, we're just gonna. Got so, no choice. so we don't need speed humps. What we need is more geese. Ooh, because <laughs> people stop for geese. I've noticed wow. this. They don't stop for. They don't stop for the skunks. You see dead skunks all over the place. They don't stop for your cat. You literally they'll brought it back a, to traffic. They'll hit you a person, <laughs> but they won't hit the geese. 
You you really are a traffic cop. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> automatically just think about traffic. Really? Went- <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Geese for every neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> I just put <sighs> goose crossing signs everywhere. Maybe that'll help. Wow. Are you seeing those turtle sign crossings in some towns? Yo, the turtles are serious, though, because, yeah. like, there are people that, there's, well, the thing about the geese is there are people in the city that I don't think like the geese, actually feel like there's a, they're a nuisance, you know, yeah. the, the goose poop is everywhere, whatever it's, it's the case gross, may be, for sure. and it's pretty gross. But the turtles is a different story. People will, like, jump in front of a semi to save one of these, some don't of these turtles. Squash like, the turtle! There are people out here that are, like, serious yeah serious about these turtles so i don't know if that's the route you want to go because you might bring out the turtle people <laughs> and the turtle people is a whole other, well they slow other... down traffic because they can come if they're gonna slow down their traffic they they might slow down city government <laughs> for the sake of these turtles like that's how that's how they're rolling that's too much our yeah, city government is already moving <laughs> kind of slow <laughs> they might. we don't need any more any more things that people help love slow these turtles. us down it's the turtles and the salamanders like during the salamander oh, yeah. seasons too so you gotta be careful for them <laughs> so i'm just saying like the like those amphibious creatures they got a following kind of cute they got yeah. a following yeah, yeah well you know but you know cute creatures do better i think unfortunately i i will blame the built environment like i i you know nothing you know, I was watching Res Dogs, mm-hmm. Reservoir Dogs, and uh, um, Reservation Dogs, and there was a comment on there about like driving down the road, and if you see a creature crossing the street, don't swerve because you could get yourself into a worse accident. Just send it straight to the spirit world, and I'm <laughs> meaning run this animal yeah. over. <laughs> And I sometimes think about that because I'm like, you know what? I do want to protect these animals, but I also want to keep myself safe, too. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't, like, swerve into oncoming traffic yeah, well, or some, something. Some people will. That's what I'm saying. Some <laughs> people's inclination is, you know what? I will I will sacrifice myself for the sake of this possum or whatever it is crossing the street. And I don't know if that's, yeah, that's how not, far I'm going to That's not necessarily it. the right. best solution. But I will say, like, you know, a solution for me that I saw were, like, um, I guess you would call them like wildlife crossing bridges and tunnels yeah. that are like built into the streets so mm-hmm. that the wildlife now. I that's was thinking of that with the turtles. Yeah. And I, I've actually brought that up um at at some meetings, like when when they talk about there's always a lot of talk about the Mount Tom traffic that goes over and down in Tootie's Hampton mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people hike and they park all over the street up there and it's really hard to cross as a pedestrian. You know, mm-hmm. there's no actual crossing area. You're talking where the where the where the vet hospital is, right? Yeah, kind of like all that section. You know, it's it gets really Man. dangerous in that little parking get, lot there. By never the, getting out of my car over there. Never. Really, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who are these people who I'm are like, like y'all you know, are brave? Y'all want this walk? Y'all are brave. It's true. Yeah. Like, and I always I always wonder like, why don't we just put a a crossing bridge or like you know I think. At the very least, there should be, you know, some tunnels for the wildlife to, to run back and forth. But um, also just like if this is such a big deal, why don't you just put a bridge for people to get back and forth to the parking lot or like I don't know, or create this... more parking at up there somehow? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because they don't have tons of parking, but I mean, you have to get there. I've seen semis come up that mountain. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I don't know if a bridge would work there i don't know but there has to be a maybe better they solution shouldn't have any semis coming over there so, yeah that could be that It'll could be, be like northampton where they get trapped under the bridge all the time every single time and then uh, chickabee that little bridge that goes over oh right God. here there's oh. always like a truck <laughs> and you know what that's why i go past uh, like, northampton open media what's that what's that street? the side street over yeah, there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i usually drive over there because i'm like you know what whatever's happening at this i don't want to have nothing to do with it i don't want nothing to do with it i'm good <laughs> i'm um, a-okay on all of that yeah it's but, like at least once a season there's like a truck stuck under that bridge i think we we started this conversation talking about self-care and now we're talking about traffic <laughs> i just wanted to i just wanted to recognize you coco you know what the problem is <laughs> Not enough self-care on my end. Yeah. Well, you keep thinking about traffic. That's why you need to go somewhere where there's no traffic. Yeah. You know what I mean? totally true. Where, where it's public transportation or something like that. Mm. And just have a totally different it. experience. Working on it. <laughs> you about to go to Germany, though. So yeah. that's self-care, too, right? Getting- and it's like that experience. There's a lot of pedestrian zones. And, you know, like most of the downtowns are closed off to traffic. So you take the train in and hang out. Um 
and like so my mom's family is is from a village it's called Eben and it's tiny and uh it's it you can walk the whole city in like 10 minutes mm. you know it's it's really sweet everybody rides their bikes around um and then you can take the train into Bamberg but we're gonna also take the train to Berlin and as many know that's a big like biking city mm-hmm. you know but all over Europe there's tons of pedestrian zones there's tons of bike lanes and they're not bike lanes like here mm-hmm. they're more like or they're more like the bike lanes that you see coming from like Amherst into Northampton where they're they're completely separate from the road mm-hmm. you know they might interact with the road at some crossings or something but the like when I was in school in Freiburg there were like bike streets like mm-hmm. highways and yeah. they had lights for bikers <laughs> and like you know like half of it was for pedestrians the other half was for like biking mm-hmm. and people would like legit ring their bell if you were walking on the bikes part <laughs> you know because it was like it was commuter traffic people are like going to work like people in suits yeah, like yeah. like people are just biking everywhere and downtown freiburg like right by the train station there was a bike garage oh snap instead of a car garage it was a parking garage for bikes and it was like a round parking garage and it was like i don't know there must have been like ten thousand bike parking in there (laughs) i mean it was hilarious but it was like and this was in like 98 this is a long time ago this is before the united states decided to To even have bike paths (laughs) and there was something else that i saw kind of so there's um there's a really great youtube channel shout out to youtube um, there's a really great YouTube channel called Not Just Bikes, and it it talks. M- the channel is mostly about transportation and developing and building walkable city- cities, and mm. it uses a lot of examples from Europe as to like what the what that could look like. And I promise it does tie into self care um, in a lot of ways when you're well, and it more or less like when you're a community and when your city government is acknowledging that like you riding your bike should be a pleasant experience right, right. should be something you that be you actually enjoy. for your life right, exactly. on the side of the road right. and your so-called quote-unquote bike lane in your bike lane which is like directly connected to the road one and yeah. there's no like separation really other than this white line bike lanes are dangerous they, they are they they're dangerous everywhere i remember when i lived in pittsburgh this is also part of the reason why i didn't drive so much remember we're gonna keep following this up but it was because i lived in <laughs> pittsburgh and and you know what pause all of this conversation about public transportation, and I, I don't know if I've shouted out the busway in Pittsburgh, but that's the part. I don't part. think you have. Yo, shouts out to the EBA. Oh, my God. Woo-woo. It's it's a it's a highway dedicated <laughs> to buses, like dedicated ah, to the bus. I did not realize that. And it stops in Homewood. It stops in Wilkinsburg. It goes all the way out to, like, uh, Swissvale. So there's no traffic. And there's no traffic on the highway. It's like it's an elevated highway, so there's yeah. no traffic on it. And it stops at each one of these neighborhoods. Uh-huh. And you can be downtown no matter where you are in, like, 5, 10 minutes. Oh, that's You dope. know what I mean? And just jumping on the bus. So that's how I used to get, get around all the time. But one of the – all that to say is when I used to ride my bike in the city – you go up Penn Avenue and like you there's probably like five inches between you and traffic as mm-hmm. you're riding your bike. You know what I mean? And you're just like, you're like, am I going to make it? I don't know. dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But, it, you know, it was a little bit of a thrill. But to ride well, your bike. that And way. also as the as part of like the self-care aspect of it, like, I mean, in that experience riding on in bike lanes i also rollerbladed a lot during that time and you could rollerblade really fast on really nice pavement (laughs) you know and it was like it was like awesome commuting i was gonna ask i was gonna ask are you riding a bike but now that i can like see you i totally rollerbladed like yeah like i rollerbladed all over the city (laughs) it was crazy so i sometimes i'd take my bike sometimes i'd have my rollerblades but either way like it was just really cool and I could go to class on my rollerblades and stuff but it was the bike lanes that made it possible mm-hmm. because they were pristine you know they were paved ways that were clean for for biking and you know a big self-care aspect is not just like not just the like it's healthy it's physical fitness you know this is like personal time mm-hmm. you know you're really you're with yourself and you're like you, you have it's almost like if you're on public transportation and you can take that time to read something or something like you can't do that on a bike, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you really have like personal headspace where it's just you and this activity and you can think about your day or your or not. You know, you can think about the weekend. You can think about your heartbeat like you can really turn it into whatever you need it to be. But the most important thing about it is 
it's yours. It's right. your personal time. Right. Uh, you are bringing me back to, um, and then I promise we'll get out of this segment. <laughs> and then we'll get back to our topics. <laughs> <laughs> you are bringing me back to, uh, there's a podcast many years ago when young Terry was in like seminary and attending like that, doing that kind of work. There's a podcast that I loved called Pray As You Go. And it was put on by the Jesuits. But it was designed to be something like a meditation that only took like 10, 15 minutes, but that you would listen to literally while you're in transit, whether mm. you're riding your bike or on the bus. And, it, you know, they would specifically say things like that, like while you're on the bus, look around, like engage yeah. you like that just because they knew that people needed to try to like balance this time out somehow. You know what I mean? And caring for themselves. Now, mind you, the park, the the meditations are are do come from out of the bible and whatnot but i think for anyone who's interested i will say that like there were some interesting some fascinating like conversations some challenging questions that sometimes come out of the those conversations um from the jesuits so yeah pray as you go was kind of is what you're making me think of like i used to ride my bike or be on the bus listen to it for the first 10 minutes and then go listen to some trap music but <laughs> awesome it's balance <laughs> that's some serious balance, balance. <laughs> i like it i like it a lot well i guess what is that just if people can take something away it's self-care <laughs> i don't know what people trap are music away. is self-care yeah, tra- well, sometimes you know actually and then i'll leave it at this that, that was Trap music will always be my first choice when I'm riding my bike. There when you I'm, go. When I'm riding my bike, I want to listen to Future. I want to listen to Gucci. Like I want, I want that energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean to keep keep me moving. <laughs> Shouts out to Gucci. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> hey Terry, guess what? What? I put out some really wrong information about the summer farmers market. Oh, a good old fashioned adventures and organized chaos <laughs> redaction. <laughs> well, basically, I think. Basically, the um, location change for the summer. And um, so they're going to be having the Holyoke Farmer's Market instead of at the Veterans um, Park. They're going to have it at uh, Holyoke Heritage State Park, which is located at 221 Apple Street. Awesome. And they're not having it every other Saturday. They are having it every Saturday. Every Saturday? Yes. Which is pretty great. That's awesome. And they block off a part of the street there. And it's really, really nice. Um, It's like a lot of fun. I went... Uh, this last one or the first one mm-hmm. and there were some great vendors and um, lots of Holyoke peeps and yeah. there was some live music and it's really a great cause to support it mm. makes a uh, fresh food super accessible um, got some bomb tomatoes that mm. tasted like tomatoes which in this day and age is something special yeah, for sure yeah so. yeah and there and you can also pick up your healthy passport your healthy living passport there at the uh, farmer's market, right? Yep. You can pick up your healthy living passport. You can get it stamped. Mm-hmm. Um, you, They take SNAP benefits. And um, last week when we were going, when we went, um, the, the con- conservation um, office was taking surveys of like climate situation in Holyoke for residents and how they feel about it. And nice. they gave you a $20... Um, coupon to use at the farmer's market awesome. when you took the survey so just a win-win just win-win all the way around all right well i guess i'll see you at the farmer's market <laughs> yeah don't forget to stop by it's ten thirty to 3 every saturday throughout the summer awesome see you then all right bye button, man. okay i'm pressing buttons <laughs> come on terry <laughs> press those buttons <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? I don't remember. We I, talked about self care. I think I wrote it down. Ooh. and as it relates to public transportation, movement work, <laughs> movement work. Oh yeah, this is a topic that I definitely wanted to talk about. This is w- a big you topic. When you say when you when when I say or they say or we say we all scream movement work. <laughs> what comes what that comes to mind? Yeah, <laughs> scream movement work. What comes to mind when 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 you hear movement work? Um, for me specifically, places like organizations like neighbor to neighbor when i think of movement work i I, but that's my experience that's my only uh insight into movement work Mm. i haven't um i haven't been a part of many organizations doing the work Mm -hmm. but i think of all the ways organizations like neighbor to neighbor are um, building up communities showing them how things function showing them different ways to function um Talk, having conversations about 
you know, a care society, mm-hmm. having conversations about, um, like, I guess, anti-capitalization or, you know, just different ways of living that work for all of us. Mm-hmm. And, and so and any movement will drive people towards something. But I feel like when I think of movement work, I think of the benefits to the people involved in the communities mm-hmm. that are um, being targeted or <laughs> for movement work. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, okay, okay. So there's a little there's a little advocacy work in there. Mm-hmm. There's a little like conversation about economic development in there. There's a little political education in there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a little bit of all of that. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, like on a more broader scale, I would I definitely agree that all of those elements make up movement work. Um, and I guess I, I, I keep going back to there was a conversation and uh, I'm going to blank on the name, so I won't even I won't even mention it. But I remember being in a being in a conference with a couple ladies who spent time uh, in 1960s Mississippi and they were kind of talking about movement work and building mm-hmm. a mass movement. And it was pretty enlightening to enlightening to me to hear their perception of the work as they were in it. Mm-hmm. And I think the elements that I would add to what you said are like coming together as a collective first first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then whether that's like working through collective like internal emotions so that could be like well in the 60s that's racial oppression that is like every day all day hanging outside your house right. you know what i mean waiting for you to come outside um and in a more modern context you might be talking about environmental injustice issues like lithium mining in nevada mm-hmm. um but f- in and how that makes you angry and rouse you up and then kind of basing that off of there but i, I just wanted to add like the conversation about like emotion and the conversation about collective like control and strength and power building. Mm-hmm. Um, this also a term. I think my, my movement friends would get really mad if I didn't say power building, <laughs> power building, right. power building, um, <laughs> hashtag power building. <laughs> <hashtag> power building. <laughs> and uh, all, all that. I'll, Can I we guess, put that in the notes? Yeah, we definitely will put that <laughs> in the blurb. <laughs> Hashtag, hashtag power building power building um <laughs> i don't know and also like i guess i guess a lot of where i'm at right now is completely different right mm. and like i feel like i'm completely different from how most folks would devi- define and understand movement work to be and mostly because this is stuff that i i like lived <laughs> you know what i mean like in experiences that i personally have had and so it's really hard to like i guess classify and quantify and qualify those experiences and the things that I know and the life that I've lived. So yeah, that's kind of what comes to mind when I think about movement building in a, in general. I don't know if any of that made sense. I feel like I was just babbling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a broad, um, like it's a, it's a big topic mm-hmm. and the umbrella is huge. It's massive. Yeah. And I, I guess, I guess what I'll say is this. I think that a lot of folks have an idea of movement work. And I think we've talked about this a lot since we since neighbor to neighbor is engaging in a build and resist movement. And I think that the reason why we continue to like underscore the build and resist movement that as like our framework is because there most times folks think of a group like ours as just a resistance movement. We stand out against, you know, corporate polluters. We stand out against, you know, terrible landlords. Um, and we push for a policy that includes us all, that's humane, that protects us, that keeps us safe. Um, we demand, you know, clear budgets that include community members and not excludes them, all of those types of things. Yes, that's part of the work. But I think the the build side is also this acknowledgement that, you know, we're, we, we're not we don't have to be excluded from the conversation of economic development and we can actually like build our own self-sustaining worlds for ourselves and i think we've seen those examples throughout history but the kicker is is a lot of those places have been diminished or a lot of those places you don't really know about you don't know exist like Mm. for example idlewild which is north of detroit it's been a black community for 
I don't know, generations. Ever? I don't know how long. You're right. <laughs> it's just been, you know what I mean? And they've lived like that for a really long time and have sustained themselves in that way. Another one that I think about is Eatonville is another historically black town in Florida. Um, but, you know, Zora Neale Hurston actually put that one on the map because that's where she's from. But it's kind of like, you know, there are these places that have existed in American society for a really long time. And yeah, they just kind of, yeah, for a number of reasons because of they've racism. been doing the movement <laughs> right, work, right? But right. by default, right? Yeah, <laughs> before there was an umbrella to put a bunch of terms under to uh, describe what movement work is, they were doing it naturally, and they basically are the model for the work. That's what I'm really trying to get at. I think yeah. that that's what's really hard for me as a paid organizer, right? right. This model exists, right? Because I'm like, it's not new. <laughs> I, I know we want to have new terms for everything, but it's not new. It's not new. You know what I mean? And that, that that's always a struggle. And, I, you know, it's really interesting. Coco, I just Coco will. This was not my Uh-oh. this was What's not coming? my topic. What's coming? This was not my topic. But this is what I've been. <laughs> this is what has my my work has been all day in the last you know few weeks mm-hmm. is writing out like what my role as project coordinator with neighbor to neighbor actually is. And like fleshing that out and the more I dive into it the more I can't avoid like actually talking about the roots of movement work and how different and how much more focused this position is and like more nuanced in its effort than like your average organizer or canvasser Mm. you know what I mean a a movement builder well it's not the pushing of a single message you know it's not it's it's evolving right and it's it's pushing for it's pushing for the creation of more one collective ownership, right. And, and power building, but it's also looking for things that are mutually beneficial, Mm. right. It's, it's not just saying, yo, this policy or this action or this program or this initiative is wrong. It's saying, okay, they don't serve us. This program, this policy, this initiative might not serve us. So how can we make it into something that does right. And find something that benefits us collectively rather than, you know, me just standing out here demanding you to change. And again, I'll keep going back to the issue of housing, right? right? Like, how can we, I personally am still struggling with this question. How can we demand our legislators to do something about the affordability, the housing crisis in Massachusetts as a whole, when majority of them are realtors, <laughs> you know what I mean? And property owners, mm. right? Like how can, so that, I'm just sitting with a bunch of conundrums, <laughs> you know, um, but that's that. Yeah. It, and it makes me think, OK, let's find another way to address the issue of housing and one that kind of puts some control in the people's hands. You know what I mean? And some decision making power mm. into the people's hands. So that was just an example of like, you know, facing all of these kind of impasses and this need to like develop some sort of like common and mutual understandings and like some some very basic fundamental like rights and you know what I mean and clear yeah yeah, so that we can all kind of work from there and move forward I don't know I got a lot on my mind right now (laughs) yeah not me (laughs) (laughs) Um, I appreciate you Terry yeah well (laughs) and all the movement work that you do it's just so and everything that's on your mind what like what (laughs) the struggle is real and we got to keep at it this is a struggling segment right now (laughs) (laughs) it sort of is but it's okay should have wrote some stuff down yeah next time there's always next time i got a notebook somewhere yeah well on that note (laughs) right (laughs) so that's movement work no i mean like i don't (laughs) there's a lot there's a lot there i feel like we should actually just have a whole movement work segment because i know it is in our intro and talking about it and i feel like you know i do want to flesh it out because as you just heard there's a lot there and it's can get really messy and yeah trying to figure out what that actually means but then i think the other part is is like it doesn't need a clear definition right like it's, it's definitely evolving right it's always evolving and it takes shape of movement work takes shape of whatever community it's in right, right? and so that's again why like I, why the more corporatized or more structured or like ideas of movement and grassroots organizing you know doesn't really work 
right? Mm. Because it it keeps trying to take these boilerplate yeah, kind of ideas. Yeah, taking a model and trying to like just shove it um, and make it fit. It, yeah, yeah. And just and, drop it in this community uh, right. and let it go. And this should work. Right. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't. So, anyways, yeah, I want I want to keep this conversation so I can make some more sense of <laughs> what I just said. I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. This is a holiday week for all of us. Okay, so we'll just embrace that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. It's the end of June, entering Ju- July Fourth week. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And it's just it's like nobody, nobody wants to do anything right now. I promise. I <laughs> it's promise. It's finally warm. It's um, it's really <laughs> right. uncomfortably warm. Right. <laughs> so nobody wants to do anything. So I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Well, All right. We'll we're be back. Try to do some stuff. Yeah, we'll do some <laughs> like a community <laughs> cleanup or something. I don't know. We'll be All back. Right, <laughs> yeah. Hey Terry. What's up, Coco? What you know about Made in Holyoke? Um. I've seen the hoodies. What's up? Made in Holyoke is pretty cool. Um, it's not new, although it seems like all of a sudden you see the hoodies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just launched their website. So now everybody can get a hoodie. You used to have to know somebody. Right. You had to know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Right. And then you might get a hoodie mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. that somebody told somebody that you was getting a hoodie. Wow. Yeah. But These now, was exclusive. This was the exclusive. I mean, they were for the masses because, like, unless you were in the mix, mm-hmm. you know, unless you were a personal friend of the Made in Holyoke movement, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you probably didn't get a hoodie. But um, Made in Holyoke launched its website. It's at madeinholyoke.com. And um, it's a vision that was procured by the late Justin Chavez. He was a local activist and rapper who passed away recently and um he's done a lot of like work in the city and proceeds from sales of the hoodies not full proceeds but like a percentage of the proceeds goes to various organizations and keeping his memory alive because he did so much for the city that's what's up yeah it's pretty cool i really like it i have to go support that legacy absolutely (laughs) hey terry what's up coco we're back hey hey (laughs) hi so yeah, um, what's, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on in Holyoke? Holyoke's uh, got so much going on. It's so fire in Holyoke. Tell me what's going on in Holyoke. Um, well, starting, um, or not starting, but an event on Friday, uh, July seventh, mm-hmm. is Fresh Pressed. It's a print and design summer series at Paper City Clothing Company, and I do believe, um. The Fresh Press series is highlighting different um, designers in the city. And I did see a posting from Priscilla of City Sports. She's a, she's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm, she does a lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff. Um, she's going to be one of their um, artists. So people will come in and be able to print um, some of her artwork, print their own artwork. Because they do like, they set up like a screen printing workshop for people. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty awesome. And that's going to be. Um, different hours um you probably want to go to exploreholyoke.com to see exactly what days and times but it's going to be a couple fridays and saturdays uh through july so and they're going to feature different uh designers each time so that's going to be pretty awesome um then we have um buen provecho it's a sunday drag brunch on july 9th at fame Mm -hmm. so that's really fun they they've actually started to have this as more of a, a monthly series on the first um, Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like this one lands on July 9th. Um, and I saw another cool event coming up. It's called Geo's Ollie Session at the Holyoke Skate Park. Ooh. Yeah, and that's going to be on July 8th from 1 to 6. So that should be super fun, a s- nice Saturday activity. Um, and I'm pretty sure that a Genuine Culture puts that on. So I'm sure there'll be... Um, all kinds of cool DJ food, you know, skate park activity. Just definitely a family fun kind of day. That Shouts shouldn't out to be genuine missed. culture. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> it real big. Um, and then there's this Race Street Bazaar, which I have not checked out yet. Have you checked that out? I haven't. Well, it, at Gateway City Arts, they have the Race Street Bazaar, and that's, uh, I believe, on Sundays. Um, the next one coming up, I see here, is July 9th from 10 to 2. So you can go have. Um, you can go over there and then you can go to drag brunch. 
We can have a whole day. I love it. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's what I have for announcements for the weekend. All right, sweet. Well, we'll see you out there, Holyoke. Remember, Holyoke is lit. Holyoke is lit. All right. All right. <laughs> Coco, we ain't got no weather intern. Oh, man. So I, I knew there was something do. missing. I don't know how to close this episode out. Uh, I feel like we've been struggling. We've had a struggling kind of episode. We got used to those interns real fast. Yeah. They were only here for like four episodes, and we were like... Interns are awesome. Don't worry, I'm bringing that intern back. I just, you know, had to I, give what did him you some, do? Why isn't he here? I, he's got to go take care of himself. Oh, self care makes sense. You makes know what sense. I mean? I can't have you interning. Sometimes that has to happen. Like, yeah, nonstop. I gotta get you to breathe so I can like wring more out of you. <laughs> I need you to go recharge yourself. <laughs> well, let's see. I was at a recognition breakfast yesterday. Oh, sweet. Wasn't was, I supposed to talk about the weather, though? Uh, I don't know. You should, but you said What's you don't the, have any weather to talk about. I just wanted to say it's raining. You know it what I mean? It is raining. And the, and the hurricane season started I think I deserve south. mango juice in the rain. All right. Well, sounds great. <laughs> um, but tell me more about this breakfast, since that's what you want to talk about. I mean, I just I just have, like, all just happenings to share. I mean, we can talk about the weather. That's all I ever want to talk about, Coco. That's why I have this podcast. I'll share this podcast with you. So you're you. only here to talk about the weather? I mean, I'm know. supposed to carry the rest of the topics full time? You usually do. <laughs> I'm not on purpose. Um, oh, I did see them cutting down trees. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh, yeah, we talked yeah, about we that. Yeah, we talked about that. See? Oh, yeah. Yesterday I went to a breakfast for, um, it was the employer's appreciation breakfast um, at Summit View. Okay. And um, they talked, they were, um, it was through mass hire or by mass hire. And, and they talked a lot about um, having spaces, you know, workplaces for people who are coming out of, you know, jail or mm -hmm. criminal activity or coming out of recovery, you know. So that was pretty cool. A bunch of, um, a bunch of businesses in Holyoke have basically taken this pledge to employ people, you know, who may or may not usually be as easy as easy to employ because of whatever rules employers are you know having for hiring people so mm -hmm. that was really nice to see um that there's a bunch of businesses in in western mass in general that employ people all over you know in various roles and basically give people second third chance fourth fifth <laughs> whatever it. you need it. <laughs> great. so it was, it was really uh heartwarming to hear the stories of some you know, a couple people who, you know, either came out of jail or came out of like uh, addiction and went into work for someone and grew it into a business or, you know, have been like sober and clean for like 20, 25 years. And they really attributed it to, you know, working, like having a place to go, having a place to focus your energy where people believe in you and where, you know, people don't treat you like a convict or, yeah. you know, a drug addict, yeah. you know, so. That was uh, really nice to be reminded, you know, that people are people. And if we're going to have an inclusive, you know, productive society, we have to give people a chance to take part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, that's all I got. I love it. <laughs> that's so, it. That's so, all. So Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, <laughs> this has been Adventures in Organized Chaos. We're mostly Peace, just folks. chaos. <laughs> yeah, it's just chaos today. Enjoy your fourth I, it's coming up, right? Yeah. Enjoy it, your... This will this will air afterwards. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Well, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. On Adventures in Organized Chaos. I'm still Coco. And I'm Terry. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>